At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is primetime action hour number two, live from our South Point Sportsbook Studios here in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson, back alongside Matt Brown. I'll get the Twitter handles right tonight, Matt. At Matt Brown M2. Well done. Got it. At Kelly Bidlin. Easy enough. Okay, I did it. Well, that was two E's, B-Y-D-L-O-N. Bidlon. Yeah, we got it right. We got it right. We will, uh, we will continue to talk Wimbledon this hour because it is now really, really fascinating. There was another big headline. We were going to do, a, a, we were going to do three players talking stage of elimination, Matteo Berrettini being the second one of those. But he, alongside Marin Cilic, they both had to pull out. We talked about Cilic yesterday. Berrettini with a COVID-19. Uh, that was his reason for having to withdraw from Wimbledon. So two different guys. Berrettini, who I said last night, Matt, I, I thought would be a great pick to win his respective quarter. So we will kind of continue to talk guys on the bottom half of the bracket. We'll talk Stefano Tsitsipas, how we think his stage of elimination will break out or where, where a good bet would be on that. Uh, so we'll do that in a second. We've got some golf coming up later in the show. We do our second team. It is 32 teams and 32 shows, so we're, now we're sticking on schedule tonight with our second team. In, in the interim, though, Kelly, let's get, uh, get a little score update because we have a lot of action on the Diamonds right now. Yeah, Yankees up 2 to nothing over the A's. That game is in the bottom of the third inning. Yankees minus 775, A's plus 527.5, your total. The Braves with a 3-1 to one lead over the Phillies now. That game in the top of the third inning. Braves minus 265. Phillies plus 210. 9.5 your total. Nationals with a 1-0 lead over the Pirates. Bottom of the third inning. Nationals minus 240. Pirates plus 185. 6.5 your total. Blue Jays still with that 3-1 to one lead over the Red Sox in the top of the third, middle of the third now, as the Blue Jays just get the third out. Uh, Toronto minus 475 live, Boston plus 350, 10.5 is your total. Astros up on the Mets, 4 to nothing, top of the fourth already. Uh, Astros minus 1050 live, Mets plus 650, 9.5 is your total. Uh, Brewers and Rays scoreless that game in the bottom of the third inning. If you wanted to hop in live, Rays minus 130, Brewers plus 105, four and a half. Your total juiced to the over at minus 140. Twins and Guardians scoreless. They are just in the top of the third inning. Guardians minus 125 live, Twins minus 105, six and a half. Your total. Marlins and Cardinals. That game is scoreless. Top of the second. Cardinals minus 160 live, Marlins plus 130, 7.5 your live total. 
All right. Marwin Gonzalez, third home run of the year. So the Yankees are, are doing it from the top to the bottom of the lineup. 2 nothing lead, as we discussed, for the Yankees. And then uh, tra- you said Travis Darno hit another home run? Yeah. Right? Wow. Yes. Two solo shots tonight for Darno, And the Braves left a couple guys on in that to top of the third. So 3-1 there. Uh, and at least for Brandon Woodruff, he looked again, and we talked about this Brewers Rays matchup. Brandon Woodruff first came back off the IL, and he was dealing too. He had the sprained ankle, but he also was suffering from Raynaud's syndrome, syndrome, where you apparently lose feeling and have numbness in your fingers, which last time I checked isn't great for a Major League Baseball pitcher. But Woodruff has looked solid so far. Nothing, nothing game. Rays ten and one in, in interleague play. That's that's their their interleague run for those of you fans of the old uh, the trends there. But nothing, the, nothing game so the, far. The Dodgers have called up. Jake Lamb from their AAA Oklahoma City squad. Jake Lamb, you remember, had a yeah. had a lot of a, a, a lot of big league experience. I had no idea he was down Arizona in, right? in minor in the minors for them. He actually is 31 years old. He was hitting 290 with a 395 OBP with 15 homers and 50 RBI through 61 games in AAA. But they have now called him up. Um, to see if maybe they can get a little bit of it. Because, again, we remember, if you remember, we talked about this yesterday, Mookie Betts looks like he's going to be Correct. out a little bit longer than they expected. Maybe they're seeing if Lamb can provide a little bit of a of a pop there in that lineup. Maybe he'll just play some, you know, maybe he'll play some DH or something, something like that against right-handers or whatever. But uh, he is coming up for them. Very interesting. I had no idea that he was stuck in the I, minors. I haven't heard that name. Yeah. Either. Wild. No, no idea. Thirty-one yeah. years old. Yeah, wow. no idea. He was stuck in the minors. He's, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. One other note: we you mentioned uh, Kelly that Guardians Twins live number. That is the second game of a doubleheader we saw earlier today. The uh, the bullpens were very big in that game. It was a one-one game to the seventh. Guardians end up winning for Zach Plesac three-two over Devin Smelter in game one. They did use Emmanuel Clause. He got his 18th save of the year. Uh, it was a clean uh, inning. He only, just looking this up, he only threw 12 pitches. So theoretically, you could throw him back out there for a second game of a doubleheader, each team using three relievers in game number one. So just keep that in mind for, for your live betting uh, in that one going forward. And we'll, we'll see again with that win earlier today, Matt. Twins now three-game lead uh, over, the, over the Guardians. And so uh, on the Padres' side of things, again, we've talked about that division, what that might look like moving forward. Uh, I thought Manny Machado would be out a long time. He went through full pregame workout today on the field. Now, he's not in the lineup. Mm-hmm. They're going to hold him out, you know, at least another day. I don't know. Maybe it's another week, whatever it might be. But he did go through a, a full pregame workout there for the Padres. So, I mean, hugely good news for them that, that he's not going to miss a ton of time, it looks like. Um, again, this like like I said, this this lineup – without him in there, has certainly taken a, a big hit. And it, the word comes out today that Fernando Tatis, if there is no further setbacks, and again, that is a big if. Big if. Big if. <laughs> yeah. um, so they are saying that it looks like late July, early August. So plenty of time for him to get in the swing of things before they were to make a playoff run, you know, or whatever it might be. Um with the Padres. So just something to something to think about. It looks like again, again, barring setback, we don't know. You know, there could certainly be a setback or whatever, but uh you get Tatis back in there late July, early August. You don't miss any significant time with Machado. Yerkson Profar has been hitting far above expectation, finally hitting at the level that people thought when he was one of the best prospects in all of baseball. Luke Voigt seems to be coming around at least a little bit for this squad as well after he struggled to kind of start the season. So, man, I don't know, man. This this Padres team is very interesting to me. They have a real manager this year, which kind of helps. You you know, know? I understand that they – you know, I understand at the end of the day they're in a division with with the Dodgers. I get it. But, boy, and I guess I shouldn't just blow over the the Giants because they still – they figure out ways to win, like, no matter what. But – they really do intrigue me, this Padres team. I might be getting close to making some sort of something. I don't know exactly what that bet is. Eight to one to win NL is but not eight, at all a bad play. But I don't yeah, think right now. I mean that that is pretty interesting to me for sure. Number number one uh, bullpen as far as walks per nine. Mm-hmm. Walks, hits per innings pitch, so very good bullpen. They are top 10 in essentially every metric starting pitcher-wise outside of walks per nine. They've been susceptible to walks at times. And uh, they've scored the ninth, ninth, ninth most runs so far in the major leagues, at least to this season. And, again, you expect that. 
health wise. Nearly be three to one for them just to win the West. Um, you know, Ben, we think Gonsolin probably is set for some regression. Tyler Anderson finally lost. Tyler Anderson <laughs> finally, yeah. Tyler Anderson finally lost. Now we get, now we get, you know, Kershaw certainly has not been the healthiest guy here the last few years as well. I understand they're deep. I understand there's other guys they can run out. Um, but, you know, a couple of these guys don't come yeah. back or a couple of these guys kind of regress a little bit. I don't think the Padres even now, I mean, three to one, it's plus 295. Like three to one to win the division, I don't think it's the craziest thing. Man, and there's there's still half a season right? left. There's a lot yeah. of baseball left. We have these NOS straight forecast odds from DraftKings, and that is what we, we've discussed as well. Like if you like one of these teams, but mm-hmm. you, you know, it's such a tough division, you're almost better off just looking at some of the, like the pennant market or World yeah. Series market. So you could bet this, and the favorite right now, Dodgers first, Padres second, which is where they stand right now, separated by uh, roughly a game. Just the updated numbers on that coming into tonight. It is a game and a half. Dodgers ahead of the Padres, minus 130. It's interesting that it's actually shorter odds on the Giants leapfrogging the Padres for second. Mm-hmm which would be 3-1, to one, as opposed to the Padres leapfrogging the Dodgers, even though, let's keep in mind, the Giants are six back right now, and they are four and a half back of the Padres for second place. So uh, from a strictly value-based perspective, I find the, the Dodgers one, uh, or, sorry, the Padres one, Dodgers two to be the most intriguing at plus 320, but mm-hmm. at that point, you might if you like the Padres that much, you might as well just bet them to win the division. Right, you know? right. and then you don't have to worry about exactly. the Giants going on a run and all, yeah, I mean, because you're not getting that much more at the 320 than the 295 for them to just win. The division. I mean, I think the one that's maybe the most interesting to me would be, and and look, we don't think it's going to happen. Does it happen one in every seventeen times though? Right? It's like that same thing. Padres yeah. and Giants, right? I mean, like, is there any chance that that the Dodgers again, like some s- severe regression for Gonsolin? Uh, you know, again, Kershaw has to miss a month, month and a half, whatever it might be, for some sort of other little nagging injury that he's had multiple times over the last several years. Um, Tyler Anderson goes back to being Tyler Anderson. You know, I mean, like there, there are a lot of things that I think that's not just written in stone here that this is like the, the Dodgers division, no matter what, that they own it. And no one else can have success. That's a great point. And I also wonder too, given the way the wild card has expanded, let's just say mm-hmm. you, you start to see a lot of that regression. The injury bug continues. If, if the Dodgers get you know, several, you know, four or five games out of the division lead, do they just say, all right, we've done this before. We have, mm-hmm. we have the confidence of a team. Who can, yeah. We know we can make a run. Do we not necessarily punt on the division, but do we just sort of set ourselves up to make sure, given you have the extra wild card team, that we're in a position to go? And mm-hmm. if, if the top three make the playoffs anyway, do yeah. they really care about finishing third? Right. I mean, that seems realistic. Yeah, I think that's realistic as well, for sure. Exactly. What's not realistic is anything involving no. the Rockies. So, <laughs> or the Diamondbacks. Or the Diamondbacks. So either uh, one of those. Um, what about AL East? Yeah. Any, let's, you, let's, uh, let's not do there. Anything you like here? Yankees. One, Blue Jays, two would be minus 130. Red Sox again into tonight. Half game lead over the Jays for second place in the AL East. If, so the current standings would be plus 280 right now. Uh, and if, the, if, you, if you believe the Rays can get in there as well, that is plus 390. Uh, the Yankees are just destined. It's a combination of the Yankees at one and then whoever else you, you really believe in at two. So, you know, more power to you if you want to bet that one. I, I don't. With you. I mean, Rays, the, the Yankees-Rays one is more interesting just because Red Sox have been white hot. You wonder yeah. how long can they sustain this. And we just discussed all the pitching issues going on in Toronto. And a team that runs so hot at the yeah. plate, is that really sustainable? I don't know. By the way, Toronto just added on another against Michael Walker. 4-1 Blue Jays in the bottom of the third. So we'll get back to Wimbledon in a little bit. But up next, it is 32 teams, 32 shows. We discuss another team in the AFC West. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vston.com to check the current betting splits data. Splitting bets! I got no, it. You're, you're betting now. You're just, you're, your, your timing's off. It's okay. We'll get you better. We'll get you better at it. Let's go. I Money mean, bets on every game. It's updated every 10 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What else? You doing this for memory? No, I, Find I out where the public is part. betting based on the number of tickets and where the money yeah. does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only tonight's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. I, I, I was, you know, after last night, I didn't want to just blow through it, so I figured I'd be very, very deliberate. You were too, you were too, you were too, too deliberate. I was yeah. too deliberate. You, you let them know what was coming. I also found out after the show last night. It's always got to be a surprise. That in my, in, you got to sneak up on them, Ben. Okay. In yeah. my attempt to make it seem like I watched every, every 32 team and 32 shows from last year, which I definitely did, I made reference to the intro music, which apparently was the different, was the wrong intro music. So that outed me as being a fraud last yeah. night, is what I was eventually then told by the rest of the crew. But let us do it. We are, we are right on track, Matt. This is our second show talking our second team of 32. 73 days. Look at that week football one just get ripped apart. Off. I thought the music last night was great. I think this music is great. I think all the music is great. We I are think, talking. I think we should do 32 teams in 16 shows. Hey, we might be oh, yeah. doing that. <laughs> like, like, I think we should change <laughs> the graphic and well, do 32 teams in 16. Maybe just stop bringing it up. Nobody will notice, okay? So, what? We do we have 12 segments a night. Is that how that's, this technically works on the show? Because it's four, yeah. four segments per hour. So you we, can just, we can do it. We, we can do we, it. I can do two do in a day. Kelly, we'll, Kelly will talk about this, like, you know, further for next week. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll oh, do it. Yeah. yeah. Kelly doing two-a-days with a broken AC. That, that does not seem like a recipe for good health long-term. But we, we go to the Los Angeles Chargers. We talked yesterday about one team getting an incredible amount of buzz in the offseason. That was the Denver Broncos. This is, you could argue, Matt, the team that of anybody in the NFL is getting the most buzz, at least when you look at how the betting market has moved very, very favorably on the L.A. Chargers. Uh, we first start off with our general overview here, but uh, this is a team that is getting a lot, of, a lot of attention regardless of whether you love them or are not buying the Kool-Aid uh, this year. Yeah, 9-8 and eight last year, third in the AFC West, missed the playoffs, third year in a row, started 4-1, and one, ended up 5-7 and seven down the stretch. If you look at the offense, fifth in the points, fifth in points scored, fourth in total yards, third in passing, third, 30th in Penalties, the defense was obviously a big, big problem for them, which was something that they addressed in the offseason here for this Chargers squad. Now, Brandon Staley comes back with Joe Lombardi, with Ronaldo Hill, all back for year two here for this team who, you know, again, the big, I think outside of just the progression of, you know, the offense just in general for this Chargers squad, specifically Justin Herbert, I think the people more more talked about Brandon Staley and his decisions over the course of the season than anything else with this team. You know, mm-hmm. it almost it almost cannibalized what was 
a pretty good team, specifically on the offensive side of the ball. And a lot of a lot was made about Staley and his decisions to to go for it on fourth down. For one thing, he only went for it the third most in the NFL. There were two other teams that went for it on fourth down more than the Chargers did. I think that was a, a very common misconception that they did it more than other people. It was just they did it in more, I would say, bold spots and in high profile than, yes, circumstances. And, 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 right? and yeah, and, and so. There are, and you know, again, there are West Coast teams. Sometimes, uh, sometimes, you know, these West Coast games are are there's a lot, f- a lot fewer of them, so more people are watching these West Coast games because in that afternoon slot, you know, a lot, a lot of the East Coast games get super stacked in that early window, and then we get to the West Coast games, and there's not as many games going. So I'm sure the Chargers were were watched a lot more by teams where these decisions seem to play out, but. Here's something like, and this is a hypothesis on my end. Now, listen, I do think that Brandon Staley is a more aggressive coach just by nature. I do think that Brandon Staley truly does believe in the analytics more than a lot of the other coaches out there. But a hypothesis for me in all this is just, if you look, the defense was terrible. And if you can possess the ball longer and more often – then you don't have to put that defense out on the field as much that was an incredible liability on this team, right? And so when people look at this team coming into this season, if they, you know, I've already heard, how can you back this Chargers team with Brandon Staley as coach? How can you back a team that's going to have this guy making these bonehead calls, which, by the way, bonehead is a completely subjective and complete, mm-hmm. and a, and complete opinion as opposed to. And it's always you know, just depending on whether yes, it works out or not. Yeah. That's how it always goes. You know, right? how can you back this guy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Well, you know, I don't know if he's going to – he very well might. He very well might. But I don't know if he's going to have the same strategy this year as he did last year if this defense that is, again, on paper, much more improved, plays better, right? Because you don't have to feel like you need to keep the ball as much because you know that if you let the other team back out on the field against your defense, they're going to march down the field and score, you know? And so I think that there is a, a reality – I think there is a world in which this defense does live up to, you know, we'll talk about these additions that they made, but that this defense does live up to what it looks like on paper. And with that, you could have a team that doesn't have to be as risky yeah. on fourth down, that doesn't have to make as bold decisions such as going for it, like on your own 30-yard line or whatever, you know, and different yeah. things like that. Because, hey, you feel okay punting it away that the other team isn't, just going to march right back down the field and put points on the board. And let's you. keep in mind, it's not like Brandon Staley came in and was some like Eric Correa wannabe offensive yeah. coordinator. Like this was the de- this is a defensive guy who knows his personnel mm-hmm. better than than anybody and saw personnel that was the worst rush DVOA team in the league was bottom ten in passing all year. Early downs was a disaster for that team last year. Mm-hmm. So if there's one person, like it's not like it's a guy who was just saying, oh yeah, I just want I, you know, I'm an offensive guy, I just want the ball. This is a defensive-minded guy first, and so it kind of invalidates a lot of those kind of base, you know, raw general arguments about, oh, this guy has no idea what he's doing. He right. just wants points. It, it doesn't work that way, and it kind of leads into, all right, what do we realistically expect this defense to be this year based on the additions? Yeah, and so what we what we have here is maybe the biggest overhaul outside of what Cincinnati did maybe on their offensive line because they basically just got Joe Burrow an entire new offensive line, but outside of that. Maybe the biggest overhaul there is is on the defensive side of the ball for this Chargers team. They traded a second-round and a sixth-round draft pick to the Bears for Khalil Mack. So Khalil Mack gets added into the fold. They signed J.C. Jackson. They signed uh, Sebastian Joseph Day to play on that defensive ta- uh, uh, play defensive tackle on the defensive line. They signed Austin Johnson to come in and play on that defensive line as well. And if you look at Austin Johnson, he's a guy that whose name might not really jump off the page to you, and you're kind of like, why are you even mentioning signing a guy like Austin Johnson? Well, look, you have Khalil Mack and you have Joey Bosa, and they're going to do what they do, rushing the passer and creating all kinds of havoc in there. You sign guys like Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson because teams are going to run the ball against you. Teams last year, if you remember this Chargers squad, Teams could run the ball at will against this Chargers team last year. They had absolutely no interior presence whatsoever. Austin Johnson was sixth at the defensive tackle position at run-stop win rate in the NFL last season. And again, it just it the name doesn't jump off the page because you want to know why you don't get sacks by stopping the run. You know, you don't get mm-hmm. all these flashy plays by stopping the run. But this guy stops the run, and this is what they needed big time as well to uh, addition. 
on the defensive side of the ball. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, they did sign Gerald Everett. Uh, he had the best season, really, of his career this past year over in Seattle. Uh, Jared Cook won old. They didn't resign. He's still a free agent. He could still back, end up back there, you know, if, if they decide they don't really like what they see in Gerald Everett or something like that. They could always bring back Cook to see if he can get um, another season out of him or something like that. But, again, he's he's 35, turning 36. There's this, It's, you know, father time is, is undefeated. Yeah, it is. With, with all that. And so – you know, they draft an offensive guy and uh, an offensive guard in Zion Johnson with their first round pick. They didn't have a second round pick, but in the third round, they get JT Woods, who was a safety. And then in the fourth round, make a little bit of a splash here, getting Isaiah Spiller running back to come in. Um, yes, they still have Austin Eckler, but Austin Eckler battled a lot of injuries over the last couple of years because he's not the biggest running back there is out there and and he's so good catching the ball on third down he's so good playing in the pass game it would not surprise me to see CJ Spill I mean uh see Isaiah Spiller get some of the early down work here for this team and and allow Eckler to really do, really do what he does best which is catch the ball out of the backfield and be able to move the chains whenever they need to on third down yeah. and fourth down and yeah because they're gonna they're yeah. going to be and, and fourth down some, some fourth downs i guess the big question too and we'll answer this on the other side of the break we'll show as well uh, the numbers right now because as we discussed with our first team in this division the broncos it is very very jam-packed here at the top of the afc west the chargers your second favorite to win the division at plus 225 flat win total of 10 slightly uh, higher juice on them to make the playoffs though than the broncos who also share a 10 win total you see the afc plus 750 odds super bowl odds at 14 to 1 and it, to me, coming into last year, the O-line was like the big thing for that, that Charger team. Justin Herbert was one of the most pressured quarterbacks in the NFL his rookie season. O-line was 27th in pass block efficiency in 2020. That took a major, major leap last year. And that was part of why they brought in Corey Lindsley from Green Bay. Matt Filer brought in. Rashawn Slater was really good as a first-round draft pick. So now, Matt, it's like, all right, where do we go from here? And, and where do we assess the L.A. Chargers, and, and, the, and the, especially not only run blocking, but pass blocking as well, since that was such a big part of Justin Herbert's game. That is the question we will answer next and then get into where do we think this team fits in the 2022-23 season. It is fascinating, and a lot of people are all over the Chargers. Those numbers have really, really shortened since the time they were first released. We'll talk about those things next as we continue. 32 teams and 32 shows here on Primetime Action. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in the Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter, 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. We're back. Prime time action Tuesday night from the South Point Sportsbook Studio here in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson, back with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin, and we continue. 32 teams and 32 shows. We're sticking right on track, Matt. We are not going to veer off at all. And we were just discussing LA Chargers, part number two, and we go to the O-line, which you, I imagine, would rate pretty highly this year based on what they did yeah, a season ago. the offensive line was, is, if, if you look at, at pro football focus, if we take a look back last year, like we said, it was a it was a really good offense just overall, despite the fact that, you know, there was some deficiencies. Uh, fourth overall offense, according to DVOA, um, according to Football Outsiders, now 26th overall defense and then 28th special teams, which yeah. was also really bad for them. Um, Pro Football Focus, though, does have this team power-rated fifth heading into the season. So if you were talking about not only, you know, some people, me included, who are really high on this squad moving forward, I mean, uh, PFFs tends to like them a, a ton. 12th-rated offensive line as we head into the season, so an upper-half offensive line that has a chance to be better if a couple of guys can take a couple of steps forward here. That's one of the deals with this with this team, there are a lot of guys that still might be able to kind of take a step, take that mm -hmm. next step. And if that were to be the case, then even as high as a lot of people are heading into the season on this team, it could be even more of a team that people are bullish on because there are some guys, you know, listen, on the defensive line, we don't have to we don't even have to talk about that. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, you still have Jerry Tillery. I mean, like there's they got everything that you want on the defensive line. We talked about that interior being much, much, much improved. Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, Morgan Fox, all of these guys are going to come in 
and make the interior of this defensive line much tougher to run the ball against, which was, which was basically a sieve last year. That was one of the problems with the Chargers, and I think one of the reasons, like I said, that, that they were so aggressive. I think that Staley was so aggressive because, you know, once they got down, it was so easy to run the ball against them. Teams could just basically bury them running the ball and running the clock out. And so, it, you know, you had to possess the ball as almost a form of defense, you know. And yeah. so um, it's going to be much tougher to run the ball against the team this year. Now, the secondary, of course, you already know some of the names that were there, but you add a J.C. Jackson to a Derwin James and a Nasir Adderley, and now you've got the makings of an incredibly good secondary. They have Asante Samuel Jr. still. Now, he didn't have that great of a season last year. Still young, still has some chance to, to really step up. And honestly, if you read some of these articles about corners specifically – in the NFL, it's typically year three when they finally decide, like they finally kind of get it, right? I mean, they finally figure out everything that there is to get, and that's when they really start to shine. So I wouldn't close the book on Asante Samuel Jr. yet just because he did struggle for this team last year. But as you mentioned, Ben, I mean, really, it's, it's going to be how much does this offensive line hold up and allow this offense that should be so incredibly spectacular, that should be so high-flying, that should be able to really move the ball a ton, how much are they going to be able to, to protect Justin Herbert? Because that is what it's all going to come down to at the end of the day. Because we are finding a team here in, in, in the Chargers that if you look top to bottom at the receiving core as well. I mean, they re-signed Mike Williams, who we know is one of the very best go-up-and-get-it receivers. Yep. There's it, Maybe that I've ever seen, actually. Like, if you want to talk about a dude that can just go up and get it against any type of defender, that that's your guy. You know Keenan Allen, one of the most technical route runners there is in all the NFL. He's going to be back for them as well. Josh Palmer, and if the, remember this name, Josh Palmer. He's a second-year guy out of Tennessee. Um... He he only got 45 targets as a rookie last year. Caught 33 of them. And there's a there's a chance that he has a really, really big role in this offense kind of moving forward here. Because, again, yeah, you get Gerald Everett in there, but I don't really – I never was a Gerald Everett guy. Like, I, I wasn't never really thinking that Gerald Everett was going to be a, a major contributor on the offensive side of the ball. So, I think maybe we're going to see just a – a ton more of just, you know, going to these wide receivers early and often. And again, as I mentioned, Eckler out of the backfield as well. And so the question becomes, like you said, what do we, you know, what do we think here of this team? And what do we think that they can actually do in this division? We have the, we have the schedule up on the screen right now. According to Warren Sharp over at Sharp Football, the 13th hardest schedule in the NFL. A lot of that will have to do with the fact of the division that they play in, right? We already mm -hmm. said every one of the teams that are in the division, we expect to be good this year. You got to play each one of them twice. Not only that, you do have what may or may not, we'll have to depend, you know, it depends. I think the Colts are going to be much better this year. You do have a road game at the Colts late in the season. You have the Titans that are, listen, I don't think they're going to be as good as last year. I think they'll be a formidable team for sure. Then you get the Rams and then you get the Broncos. That week 15 to 18 on this schedule could really make or break this team right here. I mean, you're talking Titans at Colts, Rams, and then at Broncos to close out the season. Now, I don't think that they're going to be in such bad shape that that stretch right there mm -hmm. could keep them out of the playoffs. But I do think that that stretch right there might make or break whether they win that division or not, or maybe even if they're contending for the number one overall seed in the AFC, whether or not they actually get the number one overall seed in the AFC. So that is a huge, huge, huge stretch right there for them. I expect this team to come. I expect this team to come out of the gate really well. I mean, they get the Raiders in Week One. They're four point favorites in that game over the Raiders. They do go at the Chiefs in Week Two, but you come out of that. With the Jags, Texans, nice. yeah, the yeah. Jags, Texans, and then a Browns game that, even though it is on the road, likely to be without Deshaun Watson in that game as it is. And again, Baker Mayfield may or may not even be there, so we might it might be a game against the Browns with Jacoby Brissett, right? And so, I think that there's a really good chance they start four and one, like you know, winning, kind of splitting those games with the Raiders and Chiefs, one you know, one and one, and then you rattle off three in a row with the Jags, Texans, and Browns. So, I mean, I think we could be looking at a 4-1 and -one team. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they head into that bye week 
with only one loss. And so if that's the case, you know, and you believe in this team, I would almost say this is one of those teams where we talk about, hey, you know, sit back and wait to bet. This is one of those teams where I'd say, like, if you believe in this team, I would get out in front of this. Like, I don't think that these numbers, if it plays out like I think, well, like I think and I think like some other people think, if it plays out like that, I don't. I don't see a I don't see a path to getting a better number. I think there is. I'm with you. You know, in, in for what bets I'm going to make on them, I don't know. I think the one I was looking at last night when looking at this market, though, Matt, is I do think this probably makes a little bit more sense to play over their win total than the yes on the yes no playoffs because you got you got to think in the AFC. I mean, it's going to be 10 wins at least, I would think, to get into the playoffs. If their win total sitting at 10, it gives you that push protection there. Yeah. Uh, there instead of laying minus 160, is that what we have for the yes price that on the chart? Right, yeah. I think you just play over on the win total for them. So that's what I've got my eye on. I think that's the bet I'm going to make. I want to circle back to the defense one you were talking about because this caught my eye, too, when we were talking uh, defensive player of the year the other day a little bit. Mm-hmm. With all the additions they've made, it really, I feel like the guy that might have the biggest impact this year is Derwin James, right? I mean, obviously he's 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 huge every year, right? But the with now that you've got the the defensive line and the pressure kind of settled up there in that front four, the secondary, you know, it, it, like you talked about, should only be getting better, you would think. I think it allows Derwin James, it allows them to play Derwin James in really more of the, a freelance role, right? Kind of wherever he wants to play center field there, wherever, you know, might be a little bit of rush in the pass or more, might be, you know, playing in that nickel back spot, uh, wherever on the field. Just feels like he could, he could be set up to have a massive season as far as, you know, racking up a few sacks, interceptions, whatever. If and I, I think that you're right on the win total deal there with this Chargers team because it almost feels like to me if they play if if they avoid the injury bug and play up to potential that ten would be kind of the floor for them like I think ten yeah. wins yeah. is kind of the floor for them. You look as I said, I think there's a decent chance they go into the bye at six and one. If they come out five and two, I don't think that that's the the, the end of the world. They come out of a bye healthy against the against the Falcons to get you another little uh, another. Easy win right there. And then, again, there's games against Miami. There's games against what I think will be a worse Tennessee team. And, uh, and, and then, you know, all those, all those conference games where, you know, if you split them, you're, you're doing pretty well as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think the kind of like the floor for this team, if they stay healthy, would be, would be 10 wins. And so you're probably right. That's a, you're probably getting better, I guess, on the over than you would on the 160. Derwin James, 35 yeah. to 1. To you are. Yeah, you d- are. Defensive player of the year. And it, it kind of the you know, bookend this conversation here. We always say every year there's that team that everybody falls in love with. Mm-hmm. Browns were the team last year, who then completely lay an egg. It sounds like you are not believing, even though this has kind of been the team that has had a, a whole lot of steam behind it this offseason. But wait a chase are, it, Ben. Come on. No, I'm yeah. we got it. We gotta <laughs> do this objectively though on every team. But you are not you are not buying the oh, they're they're doomed to just totally disappoint because we're all talking them up to. No, because, uh, listen, I think the quarterback situation is completely different, right? I mean, I, I think that Justin Herbert is a legitimate, really good NFL quarterback. as where Baker Mayfield, as we found out, is not. That is a very good point and a good distinction to make. 32 teams in 32 shows. Number two down in the books, L.A. Chargers. We'll update some scores, talk baseball, get back to Wimbledon next here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is primetime action on a Tuesday night. We're back from the South Point Sportsbook Studio. Matt Brown and myself, Ben Wilson. Matt, I didn't, I, you've got the glasses now, which uh, I, I like the look. It's not a look. It's I can't see. It's not a fashion. That, you can you then. can you can claim whatever you want. I mean, it can be a look, even if it is not a necessity. I just yeah, I, I no, neglected to mention that to you yesterday. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a it's not a look. It's a my right eye is decided to quit working, and my left eye that has been compensating for my right eye for so long decided to quit compensating. He needs it's to give the left eye a break. Okay, you need to give it a breather. Okay, the, the left eye decided that it was it was no longer going to compensate for this little weenie eye over here. And so, therefore, okay. we get glasses. Well, I mean, contacts weren't an option. That's usually a, a No, because, whatever. We could go into the whole well, thing as to reason we were having why, a very like, in-depth, you know, uh, We had a very in-depth Whole Foods versus Trader Joe's discussion in the, in the last break. Las Vegas geography for where to play tennis. We will have our pickleball match, Matt, apparently uh, Monday and Tuesday of next week, after the show. Tuesday will be the match. Monday I'll give you just like a, you know, a refresher. Matt I need I need a warm up, which should take about ninety seconds. Okay, Un- undisclosed location though. We will not be yeah. releasing the uh, the actual location. A uh, lot going on here in baseball. Let's get everybody caught up on what is happening uh, there, as uh, we have a, a number of games now uh, underway. We'll go all we'll go full odds breakdown here with Kelly at the, at the top of the next hour. Uh, but seeing now the Marlins, they uh, I know you backed the cards last night, Adam Wainwright. That worked out for you. But uh, Dakota Hudson, he's running into some trouble tonight. Three nothing there. Marlins have uh, have jumped out in front in that one, and they're they're doing it. They've had uh, some some really nice uh, timely hitting here. You mentioned Jazz Chisholm back in the lineup, but uh, he actually was uh, taken out. It was Miguel Rojas double, Nick Fortes, Jorge Soler with the base hits, and uh, Chisholm. I don't know. I, I did not see what happened, but Chisholm has now been out of, uh, taken out of the game, and uh, John Birdie moved over to second. Uh, Gonzalez replaced Birdie at third. Interesting. Yeah, that's not uh... not exactly great. Yeah, that's not great for for them for sure. So we'll have to see. I mean, All right, we'll it, figure know, it out. Yeah, I mean, he missed several games in a row, so I, I can only assume one of those deals where he was able, where he uh, re-injured himself. Uh, Vinny Pascatino uh, is one of the highest-rated prospects in Major League Baseball as well. He is he got called up by the Royals, and so I believe right. is in the uh, starting lineup tonight for Kansas City. So uh, if you're a Royals fan, you know, uh, he is. Hitting six. Yes, he is, and hitting six for them. So, um, you know, listen, some of these guys, it's getting that time of year where some of these teams are going to start calling up some of these guys um, so long as they're past their service time stuff because all the manipulation shenanigans. They all are now, yeah. yeah. All the manipulation shenanigans are are out of the way. So you're going to start seeing some of these guys get – Get called up, and you know he's one of the one of the very best uh, one of the very best prospects in baseball as well. So you do have two guys on this team if you're looking kind of like towards the future mm-hmm. in Witt and Pasatino that are 
that 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 are truly you know two of the top 100 players in all the minors last year, uh, two of the top 50 prospects in all baseball yeah. this year. So, um, you know, hey, something to look forward to. And the Rangers up in that game, one nothing. With the rest of the scores, we have John Hasselbauer, the PGA tout, who's coming up in our next segment to break down the John Deere and some other golf things. So we go back to Kelly, Kelly, because you're ready. Back yeah, Rangers and Royals. That is uh, Rangers minus two sixty five live Royals plus two ten seven and a half the total. In right. that game, the uh, Yankees with that 2 nothing lead over the A's. That game is in the bottom of the fifth inning. Y- Yankees minus 10.50 live. A's plus 6.55.5 is your total. Braves with a 3-1 to lead over the Phillies still. That game is in the top of the sixth inning. Braves minus 4.75. Phillies plus 3.50. Your live total juiced to the under at minus 140. Nationals up one to nothing over the Pirates. Top of the sixth inning. Nationals minus 300. Live Pirates plus 235. 4.5 is your total. Blue Jays up on the Red Sox 4-2. to Bottom of the fifth. Blue Jays minus 625. Live uh, Red Sox plus 440, 10.5 your total. Astros up 7 to nothing. Was that a home run, I think? Jordan has done it again. There 23rd you go. homer. Jordan Alvarez is destroying baseballs. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. That's what we were talking about, too. Why him and Judge's seasons are so incredibly special because in the swing and miss era in baseball, these guys are hitting for average as well as hitting for massive Pretty power. Remarkable. So yeah, it's it's both of those guys just the little bit of little bit of aberration when it comes to, you know, power hitters. And again, that was Alvarez's let's 23rd. see twenty third yeah. on the season. If you wanted to hop in on the Mets live, you can get seven and a half runs and lay minus one thirty five. Eleven and a half year total in that game. Rays up one to nothing on the Brewers still. That game in the top of the sixth inning. Rays minus two forty. Brewers plus one ninety five. Three and a half your grand total there. Twins with a four to nothing lead over the Guardians. Bottom of the fourth. Uh, let's see. Oh, into the fifth now. Twins minus eleven hundred live. Guardians plus six seventy five. Eight and a half your total. Marlins with a three to nothing lead over the Cardinals in the bottom of the fourth inning. Marlins minus three thirty five live. Cardinals plus two sixty eight and a half your total. Reds and Cubs scoreless. That game just in the bottom of the third inning. If you wanted to hop in live though, Cubs minus two oh five. Reds plus one sixty. Total set at seven and a half. Rangers with that one to nothing lead, um, and then we have the Dodgers already out to a one to nothing lead over the Rockies in the top of the Mark first Kelly inning. Can't get in on anything. A uh, a nice pitchers duel there in uh, in Tampa, mm-hmm. going between Woodruff and Baz. Um, Woodruff five innings. He's heading towards either a hard luck no decision or hard luck loss here. And if the Brewers can't get on the board, uh, Woodruff five innings only giving up two hits, no walks. 10 Ks wow. through five innings, only 76 pitches so far <laughs> for him, but down one nothing uh, in that game. And as we mentioned, Shane Shane Boz has gone five innings for the Rays. He has not given up an earned. He has walked a couple, uh, struck out four, but the Brewers have not been able to get on the board so far. So Woodruff with a, a masterful pitching performance so far, but unable to get any sort of help from his squad. So we'll see. Um, teams 42 and 33 on the season. And, you know, you are a, you are a Brewers fan. Um, yeah. does it seem like they are 42 and th- cause it's like, it seems like it's the most under the radar 42 and 33 well, team. It's there is. funny. They did this last year. They didn't beat anybody, you know, with, with the, they had a under 500 record mm-hmm. against winning teams last year. They're pretty much doing the same thing this year. And, the, the, I'll say this, the, the return of Woodruff, and this is the best mm-hmm. he's pitched all year. This is pr- a massive development for the Brewers, mm-hmm. even if they end up losing this game tonight, because with Freddie Peralta on the shelf, they've essentially been riding Corbin Burns and then just a collection of guys. Aaron Ashby, who was their, their high prospect long reliever, who they threw into the starting rotation, he's now hurt, so that hasn't really panned out. They, Eric Lauer has been a guy who's always been a fifth starter for them, who got off to a hot start, but has mm-hmm. had the regression monster eat him. They've had to go, I mean, they had to sign Chi-Chi Gonzalez yeah. off the street over the weekend. He's actually made a couple of starts for them. A couple of others who were not expected. Jason Alexander was not expected to be at all near this rotation. So this is a big, big deal. It's just, 
the hitting is has been and for Christian Yelich, I mean his hard hit to num- say they just put it on the screen right there. His, yeah. his hard hit numbers are good, but he's hitting everything on the ground and he's hitting I mean so he's making mm-hmm. good contact. It's just his bat speed through the zone is clearly lost a lot, hitting you know, 245, seven homers, and he appears at this point just to be kind of a league average player. And they, they've always been a very streaky lineup traditionally, mm. and that has continued this year with guys like Willie Adamas, Hunter Renfro, who can run a hot yeah. for a week and then just do nothing for another week. And so I, I, st- I hold Brewers minus 170 tickets to win the NL Central from preseason. They're about that right now. I still in my heart of hearts, believe they get the job done, but you can't really have any real conviction or hope for them. In the, in the Nine nothing Astros. Yeah, another, another ball, ball has left the yard Gurriel. there in New York for the Astros. That looks like Yuri Gurriel, yep. I think it is. Um, Jeez. So, so yeah, don't take that plus seven and a half, Kelly. So, so nine nothing, um, and the over gets there in this one on the Astros alone. So, wow. So uh, good on you if you have an over ticket. And uh, you can thank the Astros for that. <laughs> you can thank the Astros. The, uh, the Twins and the Guardians, we mentioned Guardians took game one in this doubleheader that we were talking about yesterday. You know, kind of a sneaky, important series here. We understand yep. tons of baseball to play. But, hey, look, you know, you get these division matchups. You get these division games. And you want to take advantage of the majority of those if you can. Four to nothing here early um, for, uh, through, through four and a half innings. For the Twins over the Guardians, um, Pilkington only lasted four and a third. He gave up eight hits, and to go along with that, he walked three in that four and a third. So you do stuff like that against a Twins team that hits the ball pretty well. Going to be tough sledding for you. And again, that twin that Twins team, forty two and thirty four, and uh, if they were able to hold on here, you know, you start to you start to just kind of slide just a yep. little bit further, widen the lead on the Guardians just a little bit more. And this is a big litmus test because yeah. before last weekend, essentially, Guardians fewest wins. Uh, against over 500 teams in baseball, and they're like, they're 11 and 18 right now. They feasted on a pretty soft schedule, mm-hmm. but this is tough because they had a, I think they had 10 games postponed due to weather early. So like you have a five game series like this, they have a they're in the middle of an 18 game and 16 day stretch, which is that's asking a lot. And for yep. a pitching staff now that's starting, we talked about this with McKenzie. Coming back to earth, you just kind of wonder, all right, was this sort of the peak here for, even though it is, again, we're not even to the halfway point yet, yet, but you just kind of worry about that with Cleveland. Meanwhile, the White Sox lose again last night. Another bullpen total botch as the Twins are in in line to move up. Three-game lead in the AL Central. We'll be joined by John Hasselbauer. Talk some golf on it as we kick off hour number three. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.